being successful in life requires that you not flip-flop back and forth. And no one knows this better than I do. Maybe someone does. But I feel like at this point in my life, dude, I, I know that to the depths of my soul. Hello guys and welcome to the second episode of the Real Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle McCraney, coming to you unscripted, unedited, with no artificial preservatives or added flavors. As always, guys, be sure to share this podcast if you took something from it, if you took value. Ugh, that word is so overused and gross now. Thanks, self-help gurus. Oh, such a, it was such a good word too, man. Oh, golly. But anyway, like I said, my name's Kyle, and I'm going to take a drink of Monster now, not only because I'm trying to make myself into a giant meme, but because, dude, it's 2.30. It's actually almost, let's see, on the computer, it's almost 3 a freaking clock in the morning right now. I just got finished with the intro podcast, and... I'm just going to keep pushing forward, man. I have stuff to share. I have stuff that is going to bring you guys value. And I'm not going to hold out on you guys because that's a disservice to you and me both. So, a little update on the podcast. I know this is literally 20 minutes after for me from the first episode, but it may be longer depending on the schedule on how I decide to upload it. The interviews that I was talking about in the first podcast where I interview real people that I know, that I can get in touch with, that I know are real business people, real entrepreneurs that can teach you guys and teach me real lessons about business, about life, they're coming. Those interviews are coming. It's my first day deciding that I'm going to do this podcast, so... Truth be told, I started recording like, I don't know, 12 o'clock tonight, I think, or whatever. I don't even remember the time. Maybe it, maybe it was, you know what, I don't know when I started recording. Um, but, you know, I can't find people in one day and expect them to come on the podcast. So tomorrow, that's going to be my main goal, is getting people to come on this podcast, getting interview commitments, and just working on that, working that crap out, man. Um because while I can teach you guys something, maybe through my life lessons that I want to share on this, I really want to bring in other people's perspectives because not only do I want to interview them for my sake and, and, and me learning a little bit about them and what they do and how they got where they were and how they became successful, but I also really, really want to be able to share that with you guys and, and that's the whole reason for doing this podcast. That's not why I'm that's why I'm not just going out and talking with these people. Um so guys with that being said this is going to be one of those podcasts where I share a life lesson. I'm not gonna take too much of your time. I have a good idea of what I want to cover and I'm gonna keep it short, simple, sweet and give you guys actionable things 
that are going to help you in life if you decide to implement them. So the pro- the, the problem, the uh, I'm going to be talking about an issue in my life that has been near and dear to me my entire 23 years of life. And that is the issue of flip-flopping back and forth between goals, projects, um, career paths, whatever, what have you. Um, forgive me if I pause in this. Uh, it's, it's late. I'm running on caffeine and I'm feeling heart palpitations. So just bear with me, guys. Just I promise it's valuable. <laughs> I wouldn't be sharing if it's not. I'm not going to put content out if I don't have something unique to say that is that I haven't already said before. That's that's my big commitment to you guys. That and that I'm not going to bring someone on the podcast who just wants to plug their course. But that's not relevant to this episode. So back to the topic at hand, guys. Being successful in life requires that you not flip-flop back and forth. And no one knows this better than I do. Maybe someone does. But I feel like at this point in my life, dude, I, I know that to the depths of my soul. Okay? So if someone wants to come out here and challenge me that they know that better, then bring them on. I'll fight them. I don't care. Whatever. I haven't been in the gym for a long time because of COVID, but I'll have an intellectual speech debate. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, guys, back to it. A little bit about myself and my battle with this issue. In high school, I had this problem. Before high school, I had this problem. It's been a trait of my life my entire life and I've recently just learned how to deal with it I, I've come up with certain things you can do to help but just so you guys know that this problem affects me and, and that I'm human too unlike some other gurus out there who, are, who claim to be perfect and, and want to sell you their coaching because they're going to help you be perfect like them I'm going to tell you a little bit about my backstory. I'm going to tell you about my failures, the things that a lot of people don't want to share. After I got out of high school, I decided that I was going to go to college. I was smart in high school. I did well. I focused a lot on school. That's one good thing that I had going for me is that I I really held on to school as something important, as something that I needed to be good at. And it wasn't just so that I, it didn't help me in the sense that I got into some great school, even though I probably could have gotten into a great school. I just chose not to go that route. I don't know why I probably should have, but that's just not how it happened for me, guys. I, I'm, I make mistakes. I, I've learned from them, but in the end, mistakes have got me to this point and on And at this point, I love where I'm at. So what got me here? What mistakes got me here? So I got I, I got into college. 
I went to from for my associate's degree. I'm actually still going there, but for my associate's degree, I went to a small state college called Northwest Florida State College. Um, it's a small school. It's not like a community college size, but it's it's definitely not a university. Um, during my associate's degree, I dropped out informally, I guess, like twice. The first time was because I was going into the Army. I had signed up to be infantry, and I was ready to go. I went to MEPS to leave, and when I got there, I was told my physical wasn't the way it should be. It was messed up, and that I wouldn't be leaving that day. So my flip-flopping self decided that, you know what, it was a sign I'm just gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to college. So I went back to college. Um, and then from there I did a few more classes, ended up not doing like not doing well, definitely not doing how I want to. I wasn't demonstrating excellence in any form or fashion. And from there, I was like, you know what? Maybe this school thing just isn't for me. This is my second big time trying it, and I just hate it. I hate it so much. So I went out and started looking for jobs. I had an idea in my head that I wanted to be a salesperson. And that's what I did. I went... I had a couple of sales jobs. I worked at my dad's car lot. Um, when we ended up selling that, I worked at a, uh, after that, I actually worked at Papa John's. Um, it's a pizza place. It wasn't a sales job. I was making pizzas. It was actually a lot of fun. And then my next sales job was at a, uh, a pressure washing Company. It was a small one, and actually, I have nothing but good things to say about the owner of that company. He uh, gave me an awesome, awesome opportunity to grow and develop as a salesperson, and a lot of my skills that I have now are because of that job when it comes to prospecting, lead generation, and just getting out there and, and getting after it in general. A lot of that stuff comes from what I learned from that guy, so nothing but good things to say about him. Um, but after that, I ended up leaving the job because I wanted to try to make it at my in my own in my own business. Uh, I started doing auto detailing, and at this point, I decided I was going to go back to school and start taking a couple classes. Um, the auto detailing thing was okay. I did it for a while. I just didn't like the margins I was making. My area was so beat down; it just sucked. I should have kept going. But just because I should have kept going. All right, guys. Real moment. Phone started ringing while I was talking. As my girlfriend calling me. Um, (laughs) She's in the other room, but she didn't want to come get me. So, (laughs) yeah, my phone started ringing and it was during me talking. So I wasn't going to cut that. Um, But I did cut out the uh, the conversation and everything. So 
Yeah, let's pick up where I left off. I was saying I should have kept going with the car detailing business, even though it wasn't giving me the kind of money that I wanted. I should have just kept doing it because I just should not have stopped. It, it, it just continued my pattern of flip-flopping. So after that, I, I got tired of... I, I also kind of got tired of... Um, I, I was tired of the money, the little money I was making and all the hard work I was putting in. So I got a job at a, uh, a Harley-Davidson store selling motorcycles. Um, this was my uh, like my third big sales job. My first, I worked at my dad's car a lot. Second, it was a pressure washing job. And third was when I worked at the Harley-Davidson store. And... It wasn't a bad experience, but I will say I will never sell retail again. Um, Because that's basically what it is when you're selling cars, motorcycles, whatever. We had a big merchandise shop there, and it it almost felt like I was just constantly trying to get people there who were trying to buy a t-shirt to buy a motorcycle. In fact, the, the motorcycles that I did sell in the time I worked there... Both people were trying to go buy a motorcycle. And that tells you when I say both people, I sold two motorcycles, that uh, it didn't last very long because it just wasn't an environment for me. If I hadn't been a flip-flopper, maybe I would have stayed longer, but I still was flip-flopping. Even though I, I had learned a couple of valuable lessons up to that point, I just didn't feel like it was for me. Um... So with that being said, those are some some of the biggest failures in my life. Um, I didn't stay consistent with pretty much anything up until that point. Now, the odd thing that changed everything, and even though I was starting to turn around before that, or before this point in my story, this is what changed it, and it's hard to believe. But I got a job at a convenience store. Yeah, I know, right? A convenience store. I go from wanting to be a salesman to working at a in a convenience store as a clerk because honestly, I was just sick of it all and I was like, we're just going to go do something simple and we're going to do this thing and we're going to stay doing it. We're not going to quit. So, that's my turning point. That was where everything started going in the right direction and being consistent. I took myself down to the lowest level and started on my way up. And I don't mean to bash on people who work at convenience stores. I Believe me, I'm not. I actually liked working there. I liked the people. The people were some of the most fun people that I've ever had to work with and it it honestly produced a lot of great moments for me and a lot of learning went on in there because I got the chance to uh, to sort of learn how to run the store by myself when no one else was there because a lot of times I would work nights or it would just be me and another person working so there's a lot of autonomy that I learned in, in running a storefront um So, like I said, I took myself down to the lowest level, 
And then from there, I also started, that was when I also started going back to school. Um, I went back to school more than I was going back. I started taking more classes. I, it was working there is when I finished up my associate's degree. Um, when I quit there is when I started my bachelor's program. Um, and when I started my bachelor's program, I made the decision that I was going to only focus on that one thing. And I'm not going to lie. I, I had a lot of money saved up, but the reason I was able to focus on school as my main thing was because I have a support system behind me. I have a fiance that is willing to help me out and support me. My my dad and my family are willing out are willing to help me out and support me along the way. And I know for some people it, it can't be like that, but I'm extraordinarily blessed and lucky to have people like that in my life. And, and now enough with the the mushy gushy stuff. But I need to say that because I don't want to sit here and pretend like I'm some um, hardworking person who is is doing a, a bachelor's program and and uh, working full time and, and doing this podcast and, and pursuing their goals relentlessly nonstop. Because honestly, I'm just like everybody else. I, I don't want to paint myself in a way that I'm not. Um. So, I'm trying to remember where I was now before all that. I got a little bit distracted. So, I guess I will start. I'll start in the lessons now because that's my story up until this point. Now I'm in my last semester of my my project management degree. I've finished. I will have finished this this year long program in or this two year long program in one year and a semester. So a summer of fall, spring, and another summer semester. So a little bit over a year's total time. Um, so it's it's a far cry from me taking four years to get my associate's degree. So I'm happy. That's that, that's kind of my turnaround story. I know this is a business and entrepreneurship podcast, and I'm talking about college, and that's kind of not cool to do. But honestly. While college isn't the right choice for everybody, there's ne- there's nothing bad that comes from college. I mean, when people, I don't I don't want to get too deep into this topic because this is another this is a topic for another video. But the popular opinion is you don't in the business and entrepreneurship space is you don't need college to be successful, and that's true. But if you look at all really successful people. Most of them have at least some college, even if they dropped out. So, like, take it for what you want. Um, college isn't necessarily a bad thing for everybody. And uh, most of the time, it's people telling you to drop out on the internet or the people trying to sell you their internet marketing courses or whatever. So, again, my opinion, take it with a grain of salt, but... You should probably take everybody else's opinion with a grain of salt too because at the end of the day, you're responsible for your own life. Um, 
but that's just my my two cents. I'm getting back to the topic at hand. We're talking about not flip-flopping in this video and why that's important and what you can do to stop. So that's my story. That's where I've turned around. Um, so let's go in to things that I did to stop flip-flopping. Um, I'm not going to lie. Not all of these ideas are original to me. Actually, most of them aren't. But that's because I'm such a consumer of this kind of content from quality producers that, honestly, a lot of my ideas come from other people and I just put spins on them and make them work for me. Which is why I'm making this content and that's really the whole purpose of all this content in general is so that you can take this and make it work for you. Because while I'm going to give you steps that work for me that I learned from someone else that I've, I've changed to help me out, maybe the original idea helps you more or maybe you need to augment my idea too. So I'm just going to share with you guys what worked for me. And I'm going to plug a few people here because honestly, you've probably heard of them if you're, you've made it to my podcast. But in case you haven't, they're definitely quality listens. And they're people who I want my podcast's values to align with, if, if that makes sense. They're people that I feel like I would want to talk to on a daily basis because they're 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 good at what they do. They're smart people and they share a lot of my ideas. Or maybe I share a lot of theirs. I don't know. But um, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing that I did to really maximize my um, effort in life and, and to not flip-flopping around and, and continuing my same pattern was... I made a list of one thing that I was going to focus on. I know I said list, but that's because you can do one, two, or three. If you, my opinion is you shouldn't go above three things, but whatever. Um, my big thing is like, yeah, while you have to focus on like things like your family and you can't neglect personal things, but make a list of like what you want to accomplish as far as personal goals. And like I said, mine was one thing that was becoming my degrees in project management. My, my goal was to become the best project manager I could be with my own unique spin on things. So for example, my one thing on my list is be a better project manager in pursuit of that goal, I have done a couple things. When I thought that I was going to be doing IT project management or software development project management, I poured all my time into learning software development. I, I've, made, I've made apps. I've coded small applications that like do weird things or are just scripts, really. They're not applications, scripts that do weird things like reverse lists, just programming tests, basically. 
But the point is I learned how to do that stuff because I felt like that's going to make me connect with my people better. Um, same thing in the general IT space. I took a uh, certification for a uh, security uh, a security certification. I took a test for a security certification, a security plus. So I hold that certificate, and that is a big deal for uh, getting into like government stuff, government IT positions, which – I'm actually not doing IT project management. <laughs> a, a, a job sort of fell into my lap that I wasn't prepared for. Um, didn't really fall into my lap. I had to go get it. But I got really lucky. The first job I interviewed for, I got. And it's a it's a dream position for me where I feel like I can learn a lot and grow. It's a, it's a three-year internship working with the government Um I don't want to go into too much because that's not what we're talking about. But I haven't gotten an offer letter yet, but that's just the way things move. It's contingent upon me graduating this summer. And, um, yeah, enough about that. Uh, I just want to give you guys an idea of what my, so what's on my list. Mine is be a better project manager. Um, so I, I, I learned skills that will help me be a better project manager, help a better technical leader and I also learned a little bit of Russian (laughs) it led me to a funny place I was like you know what it would be cool if I could provide an employer or or have my own spin on things where I I learn Russian and I can work on projects with Russian speakers so I've learned a little Russian I'm not great I'm still learning but hopefully by the time I graduate, I make it to a level of fluency. Um, I can read and write now. I can speak a little bit. But I'm, I'm progressing. And that, to me, falls under the main goal of being a better project manager and putting my own unique spin on things. Now I've added another thing. I've added this podcast so that I can help other people be good and be better at what they want to do in life. So... That's the first thing is make a list. Mine was one. Now it's two things. But take out a a piece of paper. Yeah, take out a paper. Take out a piece of paper. Take out a Sharpie so you can't erase it. And a thumbtack if you have one or a piece of tape and put that on your wall. So you have to look at it every single day. I know it's cheesy, but that crap works for reasons why people preach that and, and put it on your door and slap the piece of paper like you would in a freaking high school football game or whatever. That's your game plan. Those are the th- those are the one, two, or three things that you focus on and don't deviate from whatever goals, whatever individual projects you take on in life, support those goals. And if they don't support those goals, you don't pursue that opportunity because that doesn't help you achieve your mission in life. That was the one best thing that I did was make the list, keep the list, and pay attention to the list every single day. That was the thing that probably made more of a difference on my turnaround than anything. And... I said I was going to plug some other content creators, some other podcasters, and uh, that one came from 
Andy Frisella. The uh, it, it's not a uh, an ongoing podcast anymore, but the MFCEO project. I got a lot, a lot of valuable lessons from that video or from that podcast, and it, it was it was awesome. It I kind of modified this idea from his power list because I was using his power list idea too. But I was like, what if I did this but just turned it into a long-term game? Talking about years instead of a single day. So that's how I kind of modified that to my standards. And I wanted to share that with you guys. And I, I didn't want to act like I was taking credit for someone else's idea. Um, the next thing is actually from another podcaster, another content creator that I absolutely adore. It's... He's he's awesome. When I worked at the when I worked at the convenience store, it was Andy Frisella's podcast and none other than drumroll Jacko Willink's podcast. Him and Echo Charles. <laughs> Man, dude, those two podcasts were the two biggest life changers for me. And the second thing comes from Come, this second idea really comes from him. I'm going to use his terminology. It's not necessarily unique to him, but I love the way he puts the idea. So now that you have your list, now that you've made it, now that you've taped it, tacked it to the wall with your one, two, or three things at the very most that you're going to focus on for the next few years, the things that you're going to pursue and the the things that are going to shape all the opportunities that you take from this point forward. Now that you have that list, as Jocko Willink says, you have to stay on the warpath. And I'm trying to say it like him, warpath. <laughs> I probably sound like a total freaking nerd. But he sounds so gosh darn cool. It's, oh man. Dude, if I could be half what Jocko Willink is. <laughs> anyway, man, um... Enough of the uh, the man crush going on here. You got to stay on the warpath. And how I did it was I paid attention to that list. Like I said, I looked at it every day. I used I also used Andy Frisella's power list, which is you write down five things that you need to accomplish for the day. They're going to move you closer to those goals that you have up on your wall. That was the main way I stayed focused. The next way I stayed focused was more personal to me and it may not work for you the same way that it did for me, but I think that it will. Every time you think of quitting or replacing that item on your list, now that you have that list, now when you think of replacing something on that list with another item, another project, another passion you want to pursue... Think about your years before you made that list. Think about the years before you made the commitment to turn your life around and stop flip-flopping from things. When I thought back to my time before I started turning my life around, it made me want to forget about whatever I was doing that that would interfere with me staying on the warpath 
Um, for example, there's a lot of courses. I'm not going to lie. I've I've been enamored with the idea of drop shipping, with the, the idea of Amazon FBA and all those things. I'm not a sucker. I believe those things work, but I don't believe that they're as easy as everyone says. But, I mean, like you see advertisements on, on courses and you're like, you know, I mean, dumber people than me have done this. People with less resources than me have done this. I think I could do it too. So, you know, you, you start get those ideas in your head. But when you look at that list and be like, and you're, and yeah, and you be like, and you, <laughs> and you think about adding another thing, you have to think, does adding that one more thing, is that worth the risk of me going back to what I was doing before? Most oftentimes you're going to think to yourself, heck no, it's not. But there will be one or two things that do catch your eye that you can't stop thinking about. Like for me, I had one thing on my list and that was being a better project manager, being the best that I could be in that profession. The thing that I added was this podcast. It was becoming a content creator that aims to help others and and um, that's a worthy pursuit. If that makes me fall back, so be it. Um, and I've got room. I, I'll take a maximum of three things on my list, like I said. I mean, one thing is ideal, but I can handle two. I can handle two. So that's where I am now. And... Hopefully, you're not dealing with this issue. Hopefully, you listen to this podcast because you want to hear someone complain. You want to hear someone um, talk about their problems. But if you are in the trenches with me on this, if you're not where I am yet, trust me, implement these steps, make your list, and stay on the warpath, you'll come out of it. And when you come out of it, you'll feel better, you'll feel good. And things do get better. I don't want to sound preachy. I don't want to sound self-helpy. But things get better on the other side. Opportunities start coming. Opportunities appear out of nowhere when you focus on one, two, and at the most, three things, guys. Most importantly, don't put off people who are most important, who are important to you in your life. People always come first. And... I guess that's pretty much it, guys. I don't I don't want to make it longer than it has to be. We're already almost at 35 minutes, but I feel like so far I've I've talked about nothing but things that will help you relate your story to mine and from there just things how you can climb out of the the, the pit like I did. And that I'm, and how I'm currently trying to stay on track, on top of. Oh gosh, that was so terrible. It's just so late, guys. So I don't even know how I want to end this podcast. Hopefully, you got something out of it. If you did, um, do that whole thing where you share it with a friend, whatever, dude. I don't care at this point. I need to go to sleep. But um, I hope you did enjoy it. I hope you got uh, some good stuff out of it. I'm working on the interviews. <laughs> 
I want them to come up soon because I think that's how I really want to go with this podcast. But a little story here and there never hurt anybody, right? So, you know what? Until I see you guys in the next one, peace.